Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! What is going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast is in your life today. We are back on a Saturday, and holy shit, has so much have happened just this week alone. Now, for those of you that don't know, and I briefly posted this on Twitter because I was going through so much on an emotional level, my girl tested positive. My girl tested positive, and I was one of her first exposures. So, apparently, and undeniably, and whatever word that I want to say that comes to my head, I have to quarantine. I had to quarantine, and now I'm in my new place in Queens, where I had to move a lot of my equipment, and I am now retesting everything, and... You know, it it is what it is. You know, it is what it is. But I've been trying my best to take care of her as much as I can. She's been going in and out in terms of fevers and coughing. And, you know, it's going to the bathroom a lot. And I'm trying to do my best to keep the house clean and feed her and take care of her. It's a lot. It really is. It's, It's a lot being... It's not a lot in terms of me taking care of her. It's a lot on an emotional level because... I can only do so much. I can only do so much to make her comfortable and to make her feel, you know, at least decent and okay. But it's hard enough as it is when, you know, you're coughing up your lungs thinking that, oh my God, like this is the worst thing that can ever happen. And I can imagine that so many people around the world that are that are probably way worse and that have died and have dealt with this and they've lost significant others and loved ones and family and friends and so much it's it's just so much it's just so much to take but I'm okay uh no symptoms whatsoever I I tested negative the first time for my test I'm gonna retest either sometime next week I would say and I'm gonna test a third time around when the second week is up so hopefully there is that and there's a bang. <laughs> and that's about it. And hopefully everything goes well. Hopefully everything goes decent. And we can continue to keep this ball on rolling. Now, with that being said, the second episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier has happened yesterday. And I just finished seeing it today. And it's funny because I'm in quarantine now, which means I have a lot more downtime to myself. It's so it's so ironic. Sometimes you just got to see the silver lining in a lot of things, even on our darkest times. But I saw the episode and I thoroughly liked it. I really, really did. I really, really liked this episode. And I'm going to do a deep dive on that today. On top of that, in addition, we got the Suicide Squad trailer. James Gunn's Suicide Squad trailer. And I briefly saw it. I'm not going to harper too much on it, but... I'm just going to talk about what I like and what do I expect and more. All that plus our super villain quote of the day. But first, like we always do about this time, let's get the shout outs out of the way, shall we? And I want to give a major shout out 
to everyone that is gone and have gotten vaccinated to the ones that are planning on getting the vaccine and the ones that have actually been vaccinated. Like these are dire times. I was very, very skeptical. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I am not going to lie. I was very skeptical about the vaccine for a while because I don't trust a drug that has been only administered for like less than a year. But considering that around, I'd say a good 90% and above that I've actually taken it turned out to be okay. And I took mine, the first shot, what was it? Last weekend. Yes, last weekend. That's when I took my shot. I thought to myself, okay, this is okay. This is all right. And I know what I'm doing. And, you know, sometimes you're just going to take that leap of faith. And... I'm trying to do my part in terms of ensuring that I don't spread this shit if I am a carrier. If for any reason that I do take my second test and I turn out to be positive, then, you know, if I have to quarantine a little bit longer, then so be it. So be it. But as long as the other people around me are safe and my family is okay and my girlfriend's family is okay because Lord knows I'm sure a lot of people in her house tested positive as well. It's hard to say. It really is. I don't have any updates on that. But... Like I said, my shout out is to anyone and everyone that has been vaccinated to do your part, to do what you need to do to fight this thing, and that way we can get back to fucking normal. I hate feeling like this. I really do. And I understand the people that are inside their doors and their homes where, you know, that they just want to go outside. But, hey, it's a mental struggle. It's a mental thing. You find something to keep you busy. You find something to do whatever you can. Just keep yourself entertained. This is the best I could. And if you haven't gotten vaccinated yet, you know, I'm not an advocate, but I'm saying, you know what? Just do the damn thing. Just do it. You know, yeah, there'll be some side effects. I mean, yeah, I had my side effect the day after where my back was itchy like a motherfucker. But I got through it and I'm going to get my second exam second exam my second vaccine shot i would say april 17th yes that's when they scheduled me for oh <laughs> there was a calendar see look at that <laughs> ain't that something you just heard that right <laughs> by all means shout out to every single one of you guys that have been vaccinated that is going to get vaccinated please be safe as always take the extra precautions we're going to get through this as best we can that's all we have for the shout out. God damn, that was a long one. Let's dive into The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Episode 2, The Deep Dive. That comes up right in a bit. You know, I did say that when I first started this show, I really wanted to see the chemistry of what went on between Sam and Bucky, or at least what will continue to go on between them. And the second episode did not disappoint in that aspect whatsoever, it really didn't. If you, in a way, look at every buddy cop film or any movie that pertains where two cops or two people normally men, most of the time men, and they really have no chemistry between them, like no buddy-buddy, whatever the case, there's always like a um, a testosterone level type of 
rivalry or my balls are bigger than yours or I'm right, you're not, and so on and so forth. That's most likely what they're going on with the show. And I can actually appreciate that for that aspect because, as I said before, in many, many times, Steve Rogers is the type of guy that would be friends with everybody, right? He is he is the one guy where, even though he has his faults, he could be the one guy that could connect or be connected to everyone. But that doesn't mean that the two friends that he has connect with each other, or at least not in a great way on how Steve would connect to Stam, or did I just say Stam? <laughs> Steve would connect to Sam, or Steve would connect to Bucky. So... This episode actually explored that very, very well. As we see, they're after this terrorist organization known as the Flash Smashers? The Flash Riders? I don't know what the hell they are. It's something I've never even heard of before. But their main objective is to literally turn the world back to the way it was. In this case, turn the world back to how it was during the blip. During the snap, and we know it's the snap, but in their world, it's the blip. During the blip, and it got me thinking, that was a very interesting perspective to think about because we follow our heroes all the way from the beginning. We saw them succeed, but we also saw them fail, and they failed big time against Thanos. We know this already. The five-year gap where the blip actually happened, there was a little hint of positivity during that whole thing just a little hint and they literally brushed it aside because they were trying to get everyone back they were trying to get their friends back they were trying to get the whole world back I get that that's also but if you remember it at the beginning of Endgame or around the beginning the first act of Endgame where Steve Rogers would come and he would talk to Black Widow and he said yeah oceans are cleaner and you know there's less pollution in the air and whatever the hell he said and you know, Black Widow cut him off and said, you know, if you're trying to tell me that there's a bright side to this, I'm going to knock you in the face with a peanut butter sandwich or whatever the hell, something along those lines, whatever the hell she said. And it got me thinking, holy shit, that's actually pretty true. And yeah, it's kind of fucked up to think about it, but just, just hear me out real quick. Just hear me out. There is a not positive thing. I'm trying to choose my words carefully here, but there is good in some aspects when the world has less people in it. I'm not saying we should get rid of so many people around the world, and I'm not saying that, you know, just to be condescending, what, what, you think all of us should die? No, 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 just, just hear me out, just hear me out, because everything has a positive and a negative, as this podcast, the flip side of the coin. The flip side in this is the fact that when the world has less people, the environment around tends to thrive. The environment around where you have, like I said, less pollution, less toxic waste, less resources or more resources to be used by the people that are left behind. And in this case, this terrorist organization, this Flash Smashers basically wants to return the world back to the way it was. Now, I don't know how the hell they're going to do that. I don't know what plans... it's it's hard to say. It really is hard to say to try to find out what plans they actually have, especially since they were super soldiers. They are super soldiers. And again, something that was given to us during Captain America Civil War, and it's been brushed aside where Zemo has these five super soldiers that everyone is trying to stop, or in this case, Captain America's team is trying to stop. And then we got to them, and then they're all dead. And you're like, huh, okay, well... 
that concept kind of went away quickly and it was actually explored very well or is being explored in this episode. So now you have a team of super soldiers and Sam and Bucky actually went to visit a former super soldier, which am I correct to assume that this this old black dude, this old super soldier kicked the Winter Soldier's ass at one point? Huh. I think he did because he was like, yeah, I tore your arm and, you know, I kicked your ass and all of this. I'm thinking to myself, huh, he must be really good if he beat the Winter Soldier. Hmm. I wonder if we're going to see that character again in later episodes where he's going to help out in some type of way and him having a self-sacrifice for his country or, in this case, his fellow men. I mean, come on. If I'm predicting that is the most common character trope ever when it comes to self-sacrificing the will and good people and everything else so don't shoot the messenger don't shoot the messenger but yeah like I said it's a very fascinating concept and it's something that was never really explored until now like I said it is a very fucked up way to think about it but it's there and I can talk about it because I can talk about it it's the flip side of the coin you know it is what it is but now Everything is all topsy-durvy. We get a glimpse of Johnny Walker. At first, I thought when I saw him in the last episode, I thought he was just a complete fucking doofus. But now in this episode, I wouldn't say there's a backstory, but there's a little bit of a character with him. He's he's not a bad guy, or for what we know for right now, he's not really a bad guy. He's, you know, he's an army man. He's an army soldier, Captain of his brigade or his team or whatever and he got this guy Battlestar as his wingman okay even even when the Winter Soldier when Bucky was like yeah stop the car get me off this thing and I'm like Battlestar really okay sure let's go with it <laughs> yeah let's go with that let's go with Battlestar oh my goodness but in any case there's he's really not a bad guy. I mean, I'm I'm giving him a little bit of a chance. Now, this also makes me wonder how the hell is Sam Wilson going to get that shield back? Is this Johnny Walker guy actually going to give it back to him where he's like, "Yeah, this is way too much for me to handle. I am not ready for this. I am not ready to become the new Captain America. Sam, you can give you can take this back. If anyone should be Captain America, it should be you." Or is Sam and Bucky going to find a way to fucking take that thing because they realize, you know what? Johnny Walker is not who they claim to be. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I'd say around the middle of the season or towards the ending where Johnny Walker actually becomes a super soldier and he realizes that to get shit done, he has to be exactly like Captain America to use the soldier serum and, you know, be a bad guy himself. Once again, these are easy character tropes. These are easy character traits where you could easily predict and I would not be surprised in the least slightest that if they do that. So there's always that. But I'm also interested to see when the hell Sam Wilson is going to get that shield back. When and how. Most likely the how because we know he's going to get it back. How? How's he going to get it back? And I love the dynamic between Sam and Bucky. I really do. Especially towards the... The therapy session, the therapy scene where they're just bickering at each other back and forth. They don't like each other at all. I mean, they respect each other, but they don't like each other at all. And 
it was a very heartfelt moment. It was probably my favorite scene out of the whole episode. It was a very heartfelt moment because it bothers Bucky to his core. It bothers him because, let's face it, Steve, he's his brother. He like He's his best friend, and they've known each other for God knows how long, for what, since World War II or even before then, probably since they were kids. So Steve's legacy means so much to him, and he feels so betrayed and he feels so hurt where he looks to Sam he's like why the fuck did you give up that shield Steve gave it to you he trusted you he trusted you and if he's wrong about you could he be wrong about me which means he not only does he idolize Steve but he holds Steve to such a standard where he knows that if he's wrong about everything what could he be what else could he be wrong about and Sam is like dude did you ever once think that maybe I know what the fuck I'm doing? That maybe we don't have to listen to Steve's standards, but we can listen to our choices or we can do what we feel is right to do? That maybe Steve is not perfect? You know, something along those lines. And once again, it's a very interesting concept because we as an audience, we view Steve as the Captain America. But let me rephrase. We view Captain America as Steve Rogers. We know the man. We know his soul. We know what kind of guy he is. I mean, we've watched him for over 10 years all the way till now. So we know the type of people he is. And the people around him knows the type of person he is. So there is that aspect. But then to everyone else, it's just Captain America, truth, justice, the American way, and patriotic, and, you know, the star-spangled banner, and all this other good shit. Like, it really gets you thinking because, yeah, he's Captain America to everybody else, but they really don't know who he is. He's Steve Rogers. He's the guy that believes in people. Whether it's justified or not, whether he's right or wrong, he always believes in people and he'll always put himself before, he'll always sacrifice himself to do the right thing. And I'm hoping that when the future episodes come in, Sam and Bucky, they they learn from Steve. They learn from his legacy. They learn from his tactics, from his, from his way of heroism, and do it in their own way. Especially Sam, when he's trying to get used to living up to that legacy, and Bucky is trying to learn it through redemption in his own right. So it's going to be fascinating. It's going to be fascinating to say the least, and I can't wait to see... What happens next? Oh boy. The third episode will premiere. Will premiere. It will happen next Friday, episode 3. Oh, by the way, it's good to see Zemo back. I wonder what he's going to do. I wonder if they're going to bail him out and then he's going to betray them in some way and then he's going to use he's going to become the leader of the super soldiers. Again, this this is easy stuff to predict. It really is. Don't shoot the messenger. Don't shoot him. But anyway, that's all we have for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier deep dive. That's a pretty much of a good one. Let's go into, for the last 10 minutes of the podcast, let's dive into the Suicide Squad trailer. We'll be right back.
I think we can pretty much all agree that the first Suicide Squad is just something that we can just maybe sweep underneath the rug. Maybe it's at the point where we can just, you know, suppress it from our minds and just be at a point where we're like, ah, it was an alternate time, it was an alternate reality, and it just didn't happen. It just didn't happen. It's like, I understand Zack Snyder actually said that the theatrical cut of the Justice League is canon, but we all know in our minds where we're thinking to ourselves, eh, come on, it's Zack Snyder that's the real Justice League. I mean, not the piece of shit that we got four years ago. Oh, no, 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 sir. No, sir, indeed. No, no, no. This is the real Justice League cut. This is what it's really it's about. This is what we know. This is what goes into our hearts. Not the one that goes, uh, oh, yeah, uh, uh, something's definitely bleeding. Uh, uh, and no, 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 no. I kind of feel that way with the Suicide Squad because I watched the trailer and it looks fun. It looks enjoyable. I get there are some concerns. Well, rephrase. There's a lot of concerns on the fact that there are way too many characters. And of course, even I don't know every single one of them. But I'm sure James Gunn actually knew that. And I'm sure James Gunn has the brilliant mind, the horribly beautiful mind that he has where he can utilize every character to the point and ensure that they have some kind of character special character traits but also good character development and the fact that we can actually enjoy every single one of them with their little quirks like for example the fact that king shark being voiced by sylvester stallone and you know he's just eating people all whole and such and you know, Vilo Davis, first of all, Vilo Davis, magnificent as Amanda Waller. Like, magnificent. I don't think anyone else can actually play that character. And it's the same thing with Harley Quinn. It's the same thing with many, many actors and characters. Like, there's just something about them that just mesh. You know, it, it's just something about them that is just, yes. You know, like, fucking yeah. Like, Robert Downey Jr. with Tony Stark. You get my point. Anyway, so, pretty much... It's the same thing. It's the same routine. A group of misfits and outcasts and criminals and everybody comes together. And, you know, from the trailer, they're trying to bail Harley Quinn. I, I thought it was Goth I thought it was Gotham. I thought it was Arkham Asylum. It's not really Arkham Asylum. It's some other, some other prison that Harley Quinn is in. But, you know, she's outside and she's like, oh, you did this for me. And, you know, things like that. So that was pretty funny. But I think... There's something that I really want to talk about, you know, because, like I said, it's fun. It's Danny. First of all, John Cena, as the peacemaker or peacekeeper, whatever the hell he is, the fact that he's going 100% into the dick jokes and he's going 100% into the comedy routine, I like John Cena for that. I really, really do. And it's going to be great to see so many of the awesome characters and so many of the awesome actors and Michael Rooker and Idris Elba and so many fantastic this cast is awesome. This cast is phenomenal. But the one thing that really caught my eye, Starro, the giant kaiju fish, the starfish. And I'm like, holy shit, that's Starro. I remember Starro. Oh my god, from the Justice League animated series. Goddamn. Now, for those of you that don't remember who Starro is, Starro is essentially a mind, well, he's an, well, he, it, I don't know what the hell it is. 
it's an intergalactic starfish that basically control other people's minds whenever their little starfish actually latches onto someone's face. So think of it as the face hugger from Alien and Aliens, but instead of them putting an egg down your throat for a chestburster to come out, it's basically latched onto your face and you are now a slave for Starro, for the kaiju starfish creature. Which means we're going to see a lot of people, innocent people that are most likely going to die or be shot or killed by the Suicide Squad just to get to this thing. Just to either stop this thing or kill this thing or whatever. There's going to be a lot of death in this movie. I can I can see it now. The fact that they actually held the MPA warning label before the trailer began. There's going to be a lot of blood. There's going to be a lot of guts. There's going to be a lot that's going to go on in this film. And I can't fucking wait. The fa- First of all, I'm a huge fan of James Gunn's films. Not all of them, but a good a majority of them. And the fact that he was given free reign by Warner Brothers to do whatever the, he, whatever the hell he wanted with the characters and with this movie, it says a lot about him. And it says a lot about where the direction is going to go. Especially if we're going to deal with brainwashed people that are controlled by this fucking starfish. If you remember Justice League the Animated Series, well, no, not Justice League, was it? Was it Batman Beyond? I believe it was Batman Beyond. Yes, my bad, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase all of it. Batman Beyond, there was an episode where the new Justice League got controlled by these fuckers. Even Superman got controlled. Now, can you imagine if the Suicide Squad... I understand it's going to be in the game. I get it. But can you imagine if the Suicide Squad actually faced off against a member of the Justice League within the movie? And somehow they're being controlled by this thing? Oof. Ooh. It could be a prelude of what can we expect in the game. It could be a prelude of what we can expect in the game. Holy shit, now I'm excited even more. God damn. I I just hyped it up for you. I just hyped it up for you. The movie is coming out August 6th. I can't fucking wait to watch it. Let's see, where were we? Still March? April? May? June? It's a long way. It's a long time away. Five months, I would say? Five months? Nah, we can hold out for five months. Yeah, we can. We can hold it out for five months. Let's do what we do best. Just look forward to it as best we can. That's all I got to say about that. That's all we have for this episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast. Once again, guys, thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for tuning in. I want to thank you guys for wishing me and my girlfriend luck, especially with this, you know, with this quarantine thing. I will continue to take care of her. I will continue to update you guys in terms of how she is, how I'm doing. I'm going to take two more tests to see if I'm absolutely negative. The second one will be on Monday, and the third one, I believe, will will be next Friday or Saturday, give or take, because I want to go back to work, I want to make money, and let's face it, I want to get the hell out of this house so I can enjoy myself, but got to follow protocols as best we can. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you know what to do. You can hit me up on my Twitter or Instagram, Voice of Garcia. I just did my own little Joker monologue on TikTok, Voice of Garcia. So you can check that out. I'm going to be making more content maybe once every day. Something creative, something new, something different, and something fun. Something fun that I can enjoy. And once again, if you have anything you want to talk about, if you want to be on the podcast as well, hit me up. We can set a date, we can set a time, we can set something, whatever you want to talk about, I am here for you. You can 
you can use this as your platform. You can use this to vent. You can use this to complain. Whatever you want to do, just let me know. It's as simple as that. It's it's really, it's as simple as that. I mean, come on. How easy it is to actually do something like that. It really is. <laughs> Before we go, let's go into our super villain quote of the day because this is episode one, motherfucking ten. 90 more to go until episode 200, but it's too early for that. It's way too early for that. This one is from the Scarecrow himself. You're not dying. It just feels like you are. My toxin is filling your lungs, drowning you in your greatest fears. My reaction to that is this. Even though this is slightly exaggerated, it kind of goes hand in hand with, you know, my angel and many others that have been that is catching this virus and is like coughing up and puking up along and they feel like they're at the brink of death. And I understand we lost so many people to this, but to the ones that keep on fighting, just so you know, this will be over soon. This will be over soon. Stay strong, keep moving forward, and you'll get through this. I know I have to. Tune in on Monday where we will talk all more of the hilarious happenings that goes on in the world of comic book movies, games, shows, news, rumors, or whatever the case may be. And always remember, if you hear about it and you read about it, I talk about it, controversial or otherwise. Stay safe. Till next time. I'm done. I'm through. Peace out.